When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scout. I'm joined by Janny. Janny, it's been a while. How are you? Yeah, I'm guessing everyone thought I was fired or something. <laughs> <laughs> we just thought you were doing really badly. So, you know, that's what happens when, uh, you know, people just disappear. Although, to be fair, that's not really you, is it? If was... you had watched me last season, mate, you'd know I'm here every week despite the ranks. I think at this point last season, I was probably on, I don't know, two million and I was still showing up every Wednesday. <laughs> well, it's been a bit difficult because it's been, you know, it's been midweek games. So it's hard to do a team reveal when you've got midweek games because the games are sort of in progress and it's kind of a bit pointless. And then you yeah. went off to Qatar, didn't you? I did. I was there for a week, so limited access to internet and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, nice to be back. And fortunately, I think I missed a couple of weeks where I had a couple of massive red arrows. So it's nice to be back off the, off a small green. Yeah, because you, I think you you had a high of about forty nine k, and then everything went wrong for a bit. But you've gradually yeah. been creeping back up into the top 100k so you happy yeah. with how things are going at the moment yeah just before i left doing these vids i think i had three weeks at around sort of 40 to 60k or 40 to 70k and then i went out to like 200 and then i think a 19 or 175 125 and now i'm back around 100 so mm. yeah it's it's all right i it's, it's not been a brilliant start to the festive period but it's my team now looks like it's in good shape and i'm hoping we don't get a huge amount of postponements and that we can actually do a tiny little bit of planning, that thing called planning that we've not done forever. That'd be nice. Uh, it's difficult with these videos, isn't it? And trying to advise people on who to buy and who to sell. And it's like, well, kind of just buy someone who's going to play and not get COVID. It's like, yeah, but you can't, it's not exactly advice, is it? Because it's, it's just completely all in there. But we will talk yeah. about your team, how you got on last week and your plans going forward uh, in just a sec. Before we do that, with the return of Jani comes the return of Fantasy Five. Uh, great complimentary game to play alongside FPL. I'm sure most of you know what it is. Uh, by now and hopefully put your teams in each week uh, if you don't it is a free game to play big cash prizes to be won ten thousand pounds potentially each week uh, even if you don't win uh, one week there's a range of monthly and seasonal prizes uh, you can set up mini leagues and challenge your friends and we've got a fantasy football scout mini league going at the moment uh, so yeah keep your eyes on the articles if you're interested in seeing how we're all getting on it's quite funny like Chris is involved in that and uh, Ted and kind of all different names and we're all finding it quite difficult to, to score points but I do Fantasy Five every week. Uh, I really like it. Uh, the idea of Fantasy Five is that you pick uh, one player from uh, five selected matches and they have a points target to, to reach, which is the same as like Fantasy Football, minus bonus points. And if they reach that target, you kind of get a tick next to their name. And if you get all five right, you win 10 grand. Easy, but it's really not easy. But it feels like it should be easy, but it's not easy. Uh, but yeah, as it's free, uh, it's a great game to play. So I recommend you check it out. The link's in the description below. And if you are interested, Jenny and I will doing our, be doing our picks at the end of this video 
for you as well. Uh, right, let's talk about last week though. Uh, let's talk about your team. So you've got 66 points in a difficult week for a lot of people. Well, it was a difficult week for a lot of people, but I think the engaged people came out of it sort of relatively unscathed, I'd say. Uh, yeah. You had Rams down in goal with two, Trent with seven. You had Chelsea double up came through. Uh, James Alonso, six and nine. Big man Cancelo, 18 points. Uh, Regulon came off the bench, one point. Salah captain, Salah blank, four points. Phil Foden on the naughty step with zero. Uh, Jota with seven, Saka with seven. And the kind of the the bandwagon uh, of last week, Lacazette, uh, with just the one assist and a pretty dodgy assist as well, mm. I've got to say. Uh, so yeah, happy with that. Six six points, Green Arrow. Yeah, I mean, I Taking thought up. I was going. I thought I was going into the game week with. I knew it'd be very tight to get eleven men out, and it turns out I got ten. I mean, I kind of count it as nine because Regulon got f- four minutes at the end or whatever it was. But the players that did play kind of delivered other than other than Salah and obviously Regulon. So returns all over the place on Ramsdale. But, you know, Ramsdale's just been amazing, hasn't he? He's, he's, he's allowed a couple of blanks. Uh, I guess the only real wins, like you look at the players that delivered big points and it's, you know, your Cancelos, your Trents, and everyone has them. So you kind of don't even consider them. But I was delighted with Alonso with the nine points. That was nice. He feels like a bit of a differential saying that he's one on the chopping block. So gutted Foden didn't play because I do think that's a, that's a game where Foden gets points. But obviously, if you decide to go to a nightclub during COVID at the back of a, hmm. a Leeds game with your mate Jack, you're probably going to be uh, on the naughty step from Pep. Um, and then it was nice to see Saka and Lacazette get some points. Um, nice little combination. Um, would have preferred a Martinelli, the more explosive option. Was absolutely devastated to see Smith Rowe points for the second week in a row. <laughs> Smith Rowe coming off the bench, getting 15 minutes, 20 minutes, but still scoring goals. That's just what he's doing right now. But he can't get in the 11. So I'm, I'm fairly happy that I've got a sacker over a Smith Rowe. Um, but yeah, nice points. Look, my big tip a few weeks back going into the festive season was Jota and Foden. Like Foden, yeah, but Jota's just scoring every game. So if you don't have Jota in your team, it still applies. Like, does, that, does anyone not have Jota at the moment? They I, I think now they probably will do. But going three, four weeks ago, I've been sent a lot of DMs of people saying thank you for sort of pointing us in that direction. I know everyone was going, all content creators were going, get Jota. It's just a gift, isn't he? I'd say he's in the sort of the top three, four FPL players of the season so far. Mm. Um, so that was a good, good, good-ish week. I took a four-point hit again. I'm hoping I don't need to take too many hits moving forward now. I think the problem with Jota is he he kind of makes that spot a little bit redundant and a bit boring. And it's the same yeah. with, you know, at least at least we're going to see Salah going off to the African Cup of Nations, which I think is going to mean some people stick with him and just ride it out. Other people are going to switch to a premium mid, maybe Fernandes or De Bruyne are coming in. Yeah. Others might spread the funds around their team and, you know, not have an easy route to get him back. Um, but I mean, Trent and, and Jota are just so highly owned now and delivering each week. There's like no way you're going to you're going to yeah. abandon them. And when you combine that with like Reese James, Ramsdale, Cancelo, uh, you know, suddenly we've got sort of half of our squad or over half of our squad, which we can't really touch. And it kind of, I don't know, it's, it's, it mean it means that like players like Saka and Lacazette and Regulon, these kind of differential picks have to deliver because we've only yeah. got less amount of, of players to, to do it. So if we all had a Martinelli, mate, we'd be absolutely flying. I know. Well, hey, hey, um, I, I'm not here to talk about my team. It's, it's your, it's your stream. I'm no, I want to, I want to just give a shout out. We've not spoken <laughs> for, for ages. Like when you're, when look, so when you speak to someone on a weekly basis about FPL, as we do as, you become 
effectively rivals, right? You, you, you're speaking about, I'm speaking about my team. You always talk about yours, certainly off air. And it's like, oh, I really want to beat As this season or whatever. But <laughs> genuinely, I was seeing, I knew your rank going into like this sort of festive period. And I saw you add Martinelli. I celebrated those goals. One, because I knew my OR wouldn't slip because of it, because he was so lonely owned. But two, I was like, so delighted for you. Like, to ha- I, you've got a genuine shot of a worldy finish this season. And I think you'll get there. And you've been brilliant so far. And I'm delighted for you, mate. You're wow. going to win FPL one day. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I, I, def- I definitely won't. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's nice with Marsley. You know, it, 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 but at the same time, it also things have to kind of fall in place for something like that yeah. to happen. Like I just, I had a spot for a, a, a sub five, five midfielder. You know, it just, it just how, that's just how my team was set up with Bomo's game getting called off. I needed a bit of extra money for Foden. Um, and yeah, it just kind of worked out. And you know, I, I've, you know, we we saw other people moving for like Jacob Ramsey, for example, who I think is a really good pick at, at four or five. And you know, I like that kind of five million bracket, having someone who's not just a complete bench fodder and can actually come in your team and do something. And Obama Yang had his ban, and Marcelo had got his run. You know, sometimes the stars just align, and and it all kind of works. But. Yeah, his two goals against Leeds was, you know, it's one of those like, it's, this is why I, I just think it's why we play FPL, right? You play FPL to bring in a player like that, he gets two goals and you remember it for forever. Like it was, yeah. You know, it'd probably, it'd probably be my wall at the end of the yeah. season. That, that <laughs> pick the back of that. will inspire many going into the next few transfers, hopefully, where it's like you don't have to just look at players that are 10% plus owned. Like there are gems out there. You, you've shown that. Um, and those that got Jacob Ramsey, same again, right? Mm. There's, there's a few examples. So, yeah, think outside the box, team. I think always got to be the template fix. Exactly. I just hope it like people get us, us obviously still so beaten up by that Havertz captain pick. And, yeah. you know, I, you know, I just want to remind people that, okay, you get bad, there's bad things that happen. I mean, bad things. I've made bad decisions this week. Mope, yeah. switching my premium forwards, you know, all these aren't good decisions, but you just need to get one right and it kind of balances out the the bad one. So don't lose faith in, in your own like hunches and gut feeling just because you've had a bad, a bad experience. That's, that's my, that's my advice. Um, all right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you must be going back to your team. I mean, the, the Chelsea double up finally coming through for you. Alonso with Max bonus you got lucky with him a, a, the week before as well. He went yeah. off and, and then, and then they conceded. Um, he's so rubbish. He's, he, he, he shouldn't <laughs> be playing 90. Like, if, if Hudson Odoi hadn't got COVID, I think we could, would have seen him left back in that mm. game. Um, but yeah, I mean, got the assist, well, got the, got the three bonus because he nearly got the assist for Pulisic at the end of the Wolves game. That's that's what led it led him to three bonus. I was watching the BPS and I think there's about 15, 20 minutes left of the game and Alonso was well outside the top three. And then he puts in Pulisic for that big chance and he, he goes up to, mm. to, to max bonus. So... Yeah, that helps. But long term, it will definitely be a sell. Chelsea, I'd be very surprised if Alonso is even, if there's a buyer, he'll be he'll be gone in January. I think we'll replace really? him. I think I could see Luca Dean come into Chelsea all day long. If Rafa's still at Everton, Luca Dean comes Chelsea as the backup and, and, and Alonso goes, I think. I don't think we'll see him long term in a blue shirt. I think it's it's purely just down to the lack of competition, isn't it? That yeah. means he's been playing. I mean, Saul played there a little bit and was absolutely hopeless and kind of about the only player that could do a worse job than... Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's a bit harsh. I mean, you know, Tuchel described him as the specialist 
yep. in that position, hasn't he? But you, you think he could be off in Jan if, if someone if comes... There, yeah, if there's a replacement. I think we were trying selling him in the summer. There was talk of Emerson and Alonso going this summer, but there wasn't the replacement. It's hard. We need to buy a very good left-back at Chelsea that's still happy to play second fiddle to Chilwell. Mm. But one thing you do know is at Chelsea, you will get a ton of games because one, two will rotate and two... Chelsea play more games than most other teams, right? So there'll be injuries and there'll be rotation. So Luca Dean looks like the obvious replacement, but if not him, possibly someone else. And, and if, if we don't replace Alonso, then of course he stays and we'll get some minutes when Chilwell's injured. But he's definitely not a favourite of Tuchel. And there was talk that even Hudson and Doy would get a shot at left wing back if he didn't get COVID. Clearly not a favourite of yours either. Yeah, <laughs> so he's yeah on, exactly. He's on the chopping block for you then, is he? He is. I mean, I'll keep him for the next couple of fixtures because we think he was going to start and because they're okay, Aston Villa and Brighton. But then after that, you've got, you know, Liverpool City, Tottenham, got the Club World Cup. There's there's reasons to be selling Alonso. Um, but for now, he gets the next couple. And, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love some returns and I still think he can get them attacking returns against Villa and Brighton. He's still a good FPL option when he plays. As a footballer, though, he's so frustrating. Because your team's interesting. Because looking looking at this lineup, I mean, you talk about big at the back. Yeah. I mean, you have gone big at the back. I mean, Trent yep. James, Alonso, Cancelo, and Regulon. Mm-hmm. Um, fact that we'll, we'll look at your team going ahead uh, in a bit, and you, you've gone four at the back. But is that is that another reason why you think Alonso's got to go? Are you looking to use that money elsewhere? I mean, you've got Bowen on the bench. You've got Josh King. I think they're both good options as well. So you you def- you've got a squad yeah. here. Yeah, and I don't actually need the money at the moment. So I've got 2.8 million in the bank. So to sell Alonso, I don't necessarily have to downgrade him Like when I do eventually sell. I'm very happy to be ahead of the curve with Regalon. I think there's going to be a lot of mm. FPL managers that want Regalon, knowing that they, they could have some favourable doubles coming up as well, Spurs, um, knowing that now Sessignon's injured and Regalon is back fit. Um, although I don't expect Regalon to start 26th and 28th of December. He's never starting twice in three days, surely knowing he's been out for a while. I don't think Conte does that to him and he asks a lot of his wing-backs. We know that. But Sessegnon's back, injured though. Yeah, he is. Which but is, we could we could see Matt Doherty play left-back um, or we left wing-back or we could see Ben Davis play yeah. there but then who plays left-centre-back? I just can't imagine asking Regalon to play twice in three days knowing that position requires more running than any mm. other. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he plays 60 and 60. I'd, I'd take that. We've seen him long. knackered as well. Like he's, yeah. he, he's. I think he, he. You're right. They, they, they have to put a shift in those yeah. wing backs, and he's blowing in the games that I've seen. And you kind of yeah. think, okay, well, Conte is going to work on his fitness and get it up. It hasn't been able to because he's been injured as well. So, yeah, yeah you, you could well be right. You, you, we might see his minutes managed. Maybe he does start both, but gets subbed off. I love know, that. He might get subbed minutes. off before a, before a exactly. goal. Exactly. For a, yeah. clean, for a clean sheet point. I mean, he rotated his fullbacks a lot into because he asked so much of them. Mm. Um, but yeah, big at the back, I'm still quite liking. Like, I don't know who I'm going to replace Alonso with. Maybe Matty, someone like a Matty Cash. Maybe a Dallo if he's absolutely nailed. I think he will be. But for the time being, Cancelo, Trent, James and Regalon, I, I can see staying in my team. Even James in those tougher fixtures, I'll probably hold because it will be Alonso has to go. If I had just James... And and Alonso was, you know, Matt Cash. I'd probably be looking to sell Reese James, but I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to use two transfers on two defenders there. It'll probably just be Alonso. But for the time being, he's in my team for the next couple. But I like big at the back. These guys aren't defenders, are they? I've got five absolute yeah. flyers. They're, they're, all, they're all more advanced than most midfielders in the game. So you, yeah. you take that. Three wing backs and, and 
you know, a winger and a midfielder, pretty much, is, is how I described those five. Um, yeah. What do you make of Chelsea while, I, while I've got you? I mean, Chelsea have been pretty poor lately. Uh, I mean, I know there's been, you know, COVID problems and injuries and stuff, but, you know, it was a poor result against Everton, uh, given, you know, the dominance that Chelsea had in that match. Against Wolves as well. Wolves were the better side in, in that yeah. game. Uh, yeah, what, what's kind of going on? The defence looks a bit shaky. The, there's no, the goals aren't flying in. Thank God for Thiago Silva, because he's mm. been an absolute rock. And outside of that, it's been a bit average. You look at the midfield injuries, and I don't want to just think of excuses, but our midfield is, like most midfields, absolutely key, right? And you lose Kovacic, he's been out for a long time. But then Kante and Jorginho have been missing games. And you just look at the middle and go, OK, now we are going to struggle. Because that, that midfield does make Chelsea tick, especially playing the system we play. It's heavily reliant on that midfield three. Um and it also, that midfield three, when it's solid, allows the likes of Reese James and Alonso to really express themselves and, and be part of that front five. And Tuchel has said before, it's a front five, back five. That's the formation Tuchel likes to play. Not really seen that as much. Like the fullbacks haven't been able to go, go be as advanced. And many will look at F FPL and go, Reese James hasn't been as good. He, he maybe has been a little bit off the boil, but we have not seen a massive dip in his performance. What we have seen is a huge dip in Chelsea's performance. Mm. And when Chelsea aren't ticking, then Reese James isn't going to tick. Therefore, we won't get those attacking returns. So it's been frustrating. Uh, injuries and COVID, I think they have been hit as, as much as anyone. I was surprised their game, their request was turned down by the Premier League for the game at the weekend to be called off. Six substitutes, two of them were goalkeepers on the yeah. bench. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely... City and Liverpool look head and shoulders and then you've got Chelsea and then you've got everyone else. Like it looked like it was a front, a top three. It's now looking like a clear top two with Chelsea just that, that tier behind. I've no doubt when everyone is fit though, they will click again. Yeah, I mean, I think people just get used to massive hauls, don't they? So, I mean, Rhys James got 13, then 21, then 7, then 12. And it's like, oh, he's just going to get double digits like every week. Yeah. And then he goes on a bit of a run, you know, of, of poor poor scores, 1-0-0, zero, zero, against teams where you probably expected him to do to do better. Uh, Watford, yeah. West Ham, Leeds. But then, I mean, now he's back. You know, Everton won all, gets eight points in that with the assist. Uh, yeah. Wolves gets the clean sheet. And that's what, you know, when you kind of balance it out, if you've got, I still think if you've got this kind of six million-ish defender getting you, yeah. you know, anywhere between six and 21 points sort of fairly regularly, then there's still a standout, a standout option. So he's not going anywhere for my, my team. Yeah. Um, and those attacking points will come out. Do you remember at the start of the season where he was having like four or five shots a game? Yeah. Like when that Chelsea 11's back up and running, we will see Reese James shooting on site again. So we mm. want, we'll want him just to sell him, to bring him back in a few weeks' time doesn't make doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think the the, the double up though is is surely dead because you think yeah. you know, Villa, Brighton, Liverpool, City, Spurs, and then and then two blanks. Yeah, pretty much. I think Alonso will be out the team as soon as Tuchel can, yeah. can can bench him. He will. He's just not been able to. Like he's tried Sal there, that's not worked. I think he might give Hudson Odoi even Pulisic some game time. That'll be interesting to see who starts in the cup against Brentford this evening. Yep, absolutely. Uh, right, let's take a look at your team going into game week 19. Uh, so Ramsdale in goal, uh, Trent, James, Cancelo, Regulon, uh, Salah captain, keeping the faith, don't blame you, Leeds at home, uh, Foden, uh, Jota, Saka, Bowens come in and Lacazette. So yeah, fairly, I mean, fairly similar to the team that you had last week. I mean, your bench, you've got Alonso and King. Uh, but yeah, I think you're, you're set up, well, you're set up pretty nicely, I think, going forward. Yeah, the only, the only slight issue is 
heavily reliant on four teams like should there be postponements and I know that we've not had the sort of rumours and the, the mutterings we've had on perhaps previous game weeks but over this next few games should Chelsea where I've got double Liverpool triple Arsenal triple City double like should those teams mm. be affected it's like oh, okay that's three players out um so I'm, I'm heavily reliant on those four teams but at the same time these four teams are doing well and they've ish other than Chelsea got good fixtures so yeah I like the lineup this week like I fancy City against Leicester to score fairly big I definitely fancy Liverpool to score big against Leeds and I fancy Arsenal to score pretty big against Norwich so attacking returns I'm hoping a due all around my team I mean it's for you Jenny I've got to say it's pretty solid <laughs> yeah I've, I've invested a bit more money in the bench haven't I as that's not like me I know it's, 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 it's very solid I mean you're, you're kind of differential players I guess a uh, Regulon Saka uh, Bowen and Lacazette. It doesn't really feel like Bowen and Lacazette are differentials because everyone seems to have them on, on Scout and, and Twitter. But I mean, they are. Their ownership is, yeah. is, is low enough for you still to benefit from them. Um, I, I agree with you about Regulon. I think you've got him. I mean, obviously, you've had to put up with a load of postponements and, and miss games. But having him going forward, I think he's he's one of the standout defenders to have. Um, you know, the, yeah. the, if, if these double game weeks kind of come into fruition in, in what, 21 and 22... It's a good-looking double game week for for Spurs potentially, and the fixtures are decent. Conte's, you know, it was a enc really encouraging match for them against Liverpool. Yeah. I thought because the performance was great, they had really good tactics. Get the ball over to Son and Kane. The defense looked sort of a lot better than than we'd seen before. Kept them quiet. Uh, yeah, so I, I like I really like the regular regular shout. Any players that you're worried about not owning? Not massively. There isn't really, there isn't, there isn't too, I mean, yeah, as always, like Man City, if, if they have a Bernardo Silva that goes and scores big, or I haven't need to check Gundogan's ownership, but they could perhaps hurt. But outside of that, there isn't too many really highly owned players. You know, Antonio could, can always hurt because despite people selling him, I'm guessing he's still sort of high 20s in ownership. Um, but I'm not worried about that. No, and I've got Bowen. I'm not necessarily worried about Man City attack like Bernardo Silva because I think you will see him slightly deeper with KDB back. Um, I guess I'm worried about Foden. I'm worried about Foden and mm. his starts. Like I should, I should point out. Like I don't know how long we don't know how long he's going to be on the naughty step. Positive signs that he did at least travel to St James's Park. If Peppard was really going to blacklist him and Grealish, they perhaps wouldn't have made the matchday squad. Instead, he decided to make them travel, which is probably more of a punishment. Travel and sit on the bench. But I'm hoping that was just for the one game. The fear is that Pep says no. You, you know, I'm leaving you out for a couple. But I do think he probably does play against Leicester because also knowing post Newcastle match, Pep actually said wasn't that impressed no. with, with my team. You know, that front three of was it Sterling, Jesus, and Mahrez. Who else was in it? Mares didn't really click. They, look, Foden gets in that best eleven all day long, and FPL managers ask me every week, should I sell Foden or should I buy Foden, depending on what where where he's gone the previous week. And I've had him since what game week five six or maybe no maybe it was at game week eight. But even when he got injured, I didn't sell Foden. Like Foden's not going anywhere from my team unless I know he's out for a while. Um, so my recommendation is when Foden does play for Man City and he's in that starting eleven. He's probably the best FPL midfielder or forward in that team when he's in the yeah. 11. I, 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 Cancelo's the best in the team, sure. But outside of that, I'd take Foden over Bilva all day long. And I'd probably take him over KDB in a way. I, if they're the same price, it'd be, it'd be a toss of a coin. Um, so he's that good. He's staying on my team. Well, KDB is an interesting one because your team is very much one premium money all over the place. You know, rest yeah. of the squad and on your bench. 
Uh, obviously, we're going to see a couple of nations come and, and we'll talk more close to the time about what your plans are for Salah. But I do wonder if De Bruyne is going to become more of a factor uh, yeah. now because we know what he's capable of. It's, it's two 90 minutes for him uh, now in a row, which is which is good and encouraging. Uh, and yeah, hopefully we can start seeing some more premium options emerge because at the moment it's just Salah and, and no one. The bigger mission for me in your side is no Ronaldo. He's, yeah. I think he's the one that can hurt you the most going forward. I forgot, I, think, I forgot to mention Ronaldo. I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten that he's there and that United have, you know, before this COVID stuff, they were starting to show some early promises that they were they were getting stronger. You yeah. know, he got the goal against Norwich, nine points, and he's still got a really good run. You know, Newcastle, Burnley, Wolves, Villa. You know, this is a, this is a decent return. His ownership's massively decreased. Like, he yeah. Was, He's a, he was a premium asset of our game, so I can see why people have, have got rid of him. I've kept on, I've kept the faith. Oh, did you? I did. I, I sold, so I sold him for that first COVID game and bought in <laughs> Lukaku. And then oh. Lukaku had COVID. And I went Lukaku so over unlucky. Watkins. And then I've gone Lukaku, Lacazette. But I still kind of do have that premium forward. I know Lacazette isn't it on paper, but knowing I've got Lacazette plus 2.8 million in the bank, I don't think that will quite get me to Ronaldo. It won't but it will get me fairly close. So I've mm. still got that position covered if I need to with the money in the bank, but it means downgrading a Saka or whoever. Yeah. What about like a Son or a Kane? Any plans for, for a Spurs attacker? I mean, that's the other option. If I do go for Ronaldo, if I turn Lacazette into Ronaldo and downgrade a midfielder, I'm completely ruling out Spurs attack. However, I might want Spurs attack. So it will probably be either Son or Ronaldo that I beeline for in a week or two. Um, and I can convert Son into, I can convert Saka into Son if I downgrade Lacazette, for example. My two Arsenal players are the ones that I'm looking to move on in a couple of weeks, but for Norwich away and then possibly for Wolves at home, the other two games are, I might sit with Arsenal, but then they go Man City, Tottenham, and they might not have the best double game weeks. So I'm looking at those Arsenal players and thinking they're the ones that I'll probably convert into Spurs or Man United players. I just don't quite know if I do it next week ahead of Wolves or if I give them one more game. I think Wolves are very good and solid at the mm. back. I don't necessarily know if I want those Arsenal players then, but I definitely want them this weekend for Norwich. Yep. And final question, you've got Salah captain. I'm guessing no plans to take the armband off him against Ooh. Leeds at home. Be no, brave, I can't even... manager, wouldn't it? I can't even pretend that I'm considering anyone else. Like last week, I felt like that might have been the week to go against Salah. And I was very close last week at looking at both Arsenal and Man City assets. And actually, I was very close on, on Foden, Captain. That wouldn't have worked. So was I. My, my vice, were you? Yeah. Um, well, my, my, week, my vice would have been Smith Rowe, who weirdly enough got more points than Salah. So actually captaining the play who didn't play would have been the better move for me. It's funny how, yeah. it's funny how it works out like that sometimes. <laughs> it's a weird one, isn't it? I mean, because we had the Salah rumours as well. I was thinking I need someone, I need Arsenal covered because we know they've actually got a game because uh, it's happening in a couple of hours and we didn't know Man City or Liverpool mm. would be on. Um, but no, it's Leeds. That could be a home or away fixture. It's Leeds. They are conceding goals for fun at the moment. So I expect Salah and Jota to have some big returns. The only player I would look outside of Salah, and I'm not doing this, would be Jota. It would be it would be it would be Leeds attack uh, Liverpool attack again. Um so yeah, captaincy this week is effective ownership is gonna be verging on two hundred, isn't it? I yeah. I mean we saw we saw it dip a little bit in the Spurs game. I think it was like 188. Which is crazy that that's now like a dip because no. <laughs> yeah it's it's going to be right back up to hundred ninety eight and you know I'm 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 looking forward to him going <laughs> yeah I <laughs> can't know? wait to sell him <laughs> I know I, I just I love I love Salah I think you know he's he's the best player in the world at the moment like by far just just so 
I mean, Spurs, you know, kept him quiet. It's the first time I've seen him like that all season, really. Yeah. But yeah, for, I think for FPL-wise, it's going to be... And it, the fact it's not an injury as well. You don't want to see a player get injured and, and, and have taken that. The fact True. he's going off and, and playing in, you know, such an important um, competition means that you can sort of sell him and not have to feel guilty about... We don't know when he's leaving, do we, Az? Like, it's going to be hard to plan. I guess we, we all know, so we'll know we can either sell him or bench him. But I'm... I'm very, very unlikely to go, he can sit on my bench for three, yeah. four weeks. That's not me. I'm going to go. I'm making the most out of that money and buying an exciting player that perhaps not many have got. Um, Rashford, I don't know, KDB, who knows? But, Anyone. Cho- yeah. the, the choices, the choices, the ones are always Captaincy will be so much fun. Like I can see Salah going and Son's ownership just going sky high, but then captaincy will be spread because we won't all necessarily give Son the armband. So it's going to be really fun when that when that happens. One thing we will always caveat it with though is make sure you you know how you're getting him back. So yeah. if you are spreading the funds, that's going to be troublesome. For me, it will just be I'll happily keep money in the bank if I need to, so I can bring him back at the drop of a hat. That's why. That's why for me, I think you know De Bruyne coming back is is so good. Because if if I can just yeah. do Salah to De Bruyne, leave the money in the Easy. bank, and then switch him back out, that's that's the country. I'm going to sound like that, by the way, of you saying it's going to be fun with the captaincy, because I think you're forgetting how horrible the captaincy actually is when you don't have someone like Salah every week. The captain. Yeah, it makes watching <laughs> games so much more enjoyable when you know it doesn't matter if he blanks or returns. Yeah, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really does. Uh, great. So that's your team covered. Let's move over to Fantasy Five. Before we finish, so we've got five fixtures this week to pick a player from. We've got Burnley v Everton, uh, Norwich Arsenal, West Ham Southampton, Villa Chelsea and Brighton Brentford. Burnley Everton's the first one. Oh, I mean, I don't want to watch this game yeah. <laughs> on, on Boxing Day. It's going to be low scoring, isn't it? You, you've got to think. Yeah. it. it I always fancy Burnley at home. I I'm surprised there's been loads of talk about maybe jumping on Everton's because their fixtures come good. Have you watched Rafa's Everton in recent weeks? Oh, swerve for me. Like in FPL, I'm talking for this fixture, I'd still go with Burnley over Everton. That rubbish. Rafa's Bra- Brownhill, 4.5. Yeah, can we saw, we, we've, we've saw pre-season, didn't we, and get a couple of assists. I don't think he's had an assist <laughs> yet, nothing. but he might, you know, he, he might pop up with that assist out of nowhere. He got a couple Has he been pre-season. playing? I think he might even have, have, have not been starting the last couple of, of games. I don't know. I saw him a couple of weeks ago and he had played 90 every week, but maybe in the last couple he's not. Well, he's got... I'll check now. I mean, he's got 4 point... He's got 4.5. He's only got to get 4.5. Surely he can... Uh, West Ham United yeah, he's played point. 90 every single game week other than the last game week he played 19 minutes. So he came off the bench and the first game week he played 11. He's other than that, he's been nailed. He's in. He's going to return. I, I can see it. Zero goals, zero assists <laughs> and uh, a couple of yellow cards, I think. Yeah, well, this is it. This is his time. He's going to deliver on all his pre-season promise. Uh, okay, second game is Norwich-Arsenal. So surely there's going to be more goals in That's this fun. one, yeah. uh, I mean, the Arsenal midfield looks good. We've got Martinelli 8-5, Odegaard 8-5, Smith-Rowe 8-5. So nothing separating Saka. Uh, them. Uh, Saka is, I imagine he's a little bit more. Where is he? He is, eight, oh no, 8-5, all 8-5. They're all 8-5, that Fab 4. And Lacazette? Four. Uh, Lacazette is 8-5. They have gone, yeah, just everyone sort of similarly even to, to kind of score. Uh, defense. You, I mean, Norwich are really poor attacking wise. You've got Tierney six five. Uh, the likes of Ben White, Gabriel six five as well. I guess it's it's Tierney or it's one of the midfield. I think for Arsenal. I feel like this should be a Martinelli pick as I'm because yeah, I'm let's just keep it going, Martinelli. Seeing yes. as we were both both quite both liked him a lot. 
played like five games in a row, missed out in the cup, got a rest. I think he came off the bench, but I think he should he should start this one. Uh, West Ham Southampton next. You've got Antonio eight five. Some rumours he's got COVID. If you saw those today, have yeah. yeah. Um, rumours it's possibly him and Bowen. Although yeah. then then many have said no, it's just Antonio. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, he's eight five. Bowen's eight five um, as well. Some of the Southampton players you've got Che Adams, Shane Long, uh, Broya, all six five as well. Uh, and then defence, everyone's basically priced at six five. So defence is hard when they're six five because they need to get a clean sheet and a, and an attacking return really. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'd say go for Bowen. I think Bowen's probably the most likely to get attacking returns in this. And if Antonio is out, Bowen number nine. Exactly. I will put Bowen in and then we'll... Exactly, that's a very good point, actually. If yeah. Antonio is out, Bowen, yeah, very good. Yeah. This is why we, this I mean, we is why could see Yarmolenko nine, but I think we'll see Bowen there. Like, and the set pieces, Bowen, yeah. Yep. Uh, Villa Chelsea next. There's a player that I like the look of here. Uh, you've got all the strikers at 6-5, Watkins, Ings, Lukaku. And then in midfield, you've got the likes of Mount, 8-5. Then it's really difficult who's going to start for Chelsea. You know, Ziyech is 8-5, Pulisic is 8-5, Puds are Mount plus one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you could take a punt on one of them and hope they, you know, if Ziyech does start, for example, he's, he's you know, he's a good he's a good option, but you, you never know who's going to get. Player yeah. I really like, oh, Jacob Ramsey, 5-5. I like that. Chelsea have been conceding loads of chances as well. He's got to get a goal. And Gerard is moulding him into a Gerard number two. So, yeah. I think that's the that's the play, and yeah, and as you say, Chelsea have been conceding. So make sure you pick the right Ramsey there. You are picking the one that actually plays, yeah, because there's two in Villa, isn't there? I'm the same price. Jay Ramsey, who I assume yeah. is Jacob Ramsey. Who's the... I think is is it his brother that is in the same squad at the same price? We're just going to check that. I'm pretty sure. Is it? It's not his twin, is it? Have I got that completely wrong? They're I both midfielders no for idea. Villa. Yeah. So there's Jacob Ramsey, and then there is Aaron Ramsey, who I think might be his brother who is listed at 4.4 in FPL instead of 4.5 in that Villa midfield. I've seen a few managers buying in the wrong Ramsey. Oh, my God. Imagine if Aaron Ramsey comes to Newcastle. They're talking about, <laughs> you, know, in, in, you know, from Juventus. <laughs> Add even more confusion into it. Uh, the final team then is uh, Brighton-Brentford. Obviously, we're picking a Brighton player because Brighton are going to smash Brentford. I hope. Uh, Both teams have had a nice little rest, haven't they? They have, yeah. And, and, and God, we needed it. We've got injuries yeah. and, and, and problems. So I think Dunk's still out, which which definitely does harm our clean sheet potential. Um, Trossard's back, 8-5. He's on this. What about our lively Lamptey? Yeah, I mean, Lamptey's always on. I mean, Lamptey's 7-5. Oh, okay. On this. But I think a clean sheet and, a, and, a, and a, an assist in this isn't, isn't too ridiculous um, to think of. But yeah, it's, it, all the other defenders are 6-5 and Lamptey's 7-5. So clearly... Fantasy Baba being like, yeah, Lamptey's the one. Um, I vote we just go for him. Yeah, I mean, he might play in the, he might play as a wide forward again. Yeah, exactly. I think and even if he does play wing back, he's still a wide forward. Yep. So that's our team then, Brownhill. <laughs> you see, I love Fantasy Five. <laughs> you see a team, you're like, I could have picked anyone from that game. We've gone for Josh Brownhill, but his points target's small. Uh, Martinelli, Bowen, Ramsey and Lamptey. Lovely. Locked in. Locked in. I like it. Beautiful. Right, Jenny, I will let you go. Thank you for joining me. It's good to be back doing these with you. Um, I don't know when the next one will be. Probably, ooh, would you maybe do one next week? Yeah. Some midweek games again. A bit tricky. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get one in. We'll get one in. We'll get week. one in maybe between, I don't know, Boxing Day fixtures and the yeah. the next round. There'll yeah. probably be a day window, won't there? Yeah. Um, look forward to catching up tomorrow, mate. We're yep. together on the FPL show. We Dream are, Team's back. We are indeed. Yeah, it'll be fun. A nice festive... That's a festive episode right before um, yeah, Christmas and, and Boxing Day. So yeah, it'd be a good one. Hoping there's no traffic on the M25 to drive home. There almost certainly will be. Mm. <laughs>
But yeah. last time I was on with you, actually, I didn't mention the traffic on the way home it was terrible. So I'm really? guessing it was for you. We both would have been sat in the same accident, I reckon. I don't remember. Do you remember it, that? I don't remember it being that. About a month ago. Yeah. Unless remember. you just missed it. Yeah, I think I must have done. I don't remember getting stuck. Normally, I. I you know. <sighs> Mate, mine was about 40 minutes just after Heathrow. Oh. Well, yeah. hopefully, I mean, I imagine we're both going to get stuck in something tomorrow, but I've got black box tomorrow as well, so it can't be late. Can't Got to get back. <laughs> Mark, the returning Mark's Mark. returning, isn't he? he yeah. Is. He is. The returning Mark will not be happy if I'm if I'm late. <laughs> right. Uh, Pleasure as always, Jamie. I'll see you tomorrow. See you, team. Bye-bye. Bye.